Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to It Is What It Is, powered by The Riot Report. My name is Josh Klein. I am managing editor of said Riot Report. Kind of a quick uh, podcast for you today with uh, just an injury report and uh, a look at kind of how he, Matt Rule, is going to handle the uh, the left tackle and running back situation on Sunday against Atlanta. Uh, just a quick update to get you through the weekend and uh, hope that we will see you back again on Monday for a new episode of It Is What It Is. If you're looking for a little bit more um, content in terms of Panthers podcasts, I would recommend Quick Blitz and One Day Contract. Both of those are available on the Riot Network as well as Out of the Black and Blue. So uh, go check all those three out if you are looking for some more opinions and analysis. But for right now, here's Matt Rule. In terms of the game status, um, Eli Apple is out with a hamstring. And this is our fast Friday, so we'll go to coach for five minutes or less. All right, guys. Uh, no one has their hand raised right now. So, Mike, do you want to start us off with the first question? Sure, I'd be happy to. Coach, Mike Salarte, Spectrum News 1. Uh, first time this year that everybody that may have been dinged is ready to go. I mean, is this as, as good a feeling as you can have for guys that aren't on IR and are available to you to, to go into this match? I mean, I think we're a pretty healthy team, and it's a credit to our guys, the work that they put in um, throughout the course of the week. I mean, we we try to practice hard. We're in full pads on Wednesdays. We fly around on Thursdays, and um, the guys are doing a really good job of adapting to it and at the same time taking care of themselves. So, um, you know, we obviously we'd love to have Christian out there. We'd love to have Eli out, out there. But uh, we're excited about the guys we have. We know they'll play well. Okay, let's go to Joe Person. Hey, Matt, who is the uh, running back behind Davis this week, and would you expect him to get any work? Uh, Trenton Cannon uh, is the number two running back. Alex Arm is also available to us. And, um, yeah, we expect those guys to play. To bet, you know, a lot of that will depend on how the game goes. and uh, But sort of the same rotation that we had with Reggie. All right. Does uh, Josh Klein, you can go next. Yeah, hey, Coach. Um when you're looking at guys like Dante Jackson or Azul Douglas, how do you prepare them for the explosive nature of that Atlanta offense? Is that something to kind of keep in the back of their mind to, you know, stay over the top of those receivers? Yeah, we just want them to play, you know, I want them to play and play the way that we play. You know, and I think a lot of it comes down to eye discipline, uh, having your eyes where they're supposed to be. I mean, you know, Dante and Rasul are talented. They, I'll throw Troy in there as well. Corn, they, they have good technique. They can run. Uh, the key is just to go out and play our game and to have our eyes where they're supposed to be, um, to play everything with the proper leverage, to use your help, and understand you're, you know, you're going against great players. It should be a great matchup. They'll make plays, and uh, you know we have to go out there and we have to have the mindset that we're going to make plays as well. Just to follow up on that, um, Corn Elder was a guy that was on this team and then released and then came back and was on the practice squad, and I think a lot of fans may not have expected him to get the kind of usage that he's gotten what have you seen from him in that nickel role um, that that led you to trust him being out there? Well, he's, well, he's played great. First of all, I mean, he you know he 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 had the pass breakup versus the Chargers to you know to keep you know keep the game from being a field goal game. Had a great breakup at the Buccaneers game at the end of the game to give us the ball back with a chance to go take the lead. So I think Corn's played really well, and he's a savvy uh, player. He's a competitor. 
Um, he can play in our man-to-man and our zone defenses. And uh, um, that was just, I think, Jason Simmons and, and uh, Evan Cooper um, saying to me that he's the best guy. And, um, you know, just like we trust our players, we trust our coaches. And and uh, Corn's played really well. Uh, let's go to Elena Getzenberg. Hey, Matt, I was just curious, do you have any update on Keith Kirkwood and could he be a possibility to make active this weekend? As of right now, he's still on the um, as of right now, he's still on the designated to return. So he's he's uh, he's working his way back in and practicing. But uh, um, as, as of right now, he's not up. All right, guys, we only have time for two more. So let's go to Jason Huber and then finish with Mike Slarte. Hey, Matt, with uh, Russell Kuhn back, do you still see a possibility to use Greg Little and, and Trent Scott, especially maybe at that left guard position that's not completely solidified? Uh, the left, when we feel like the left guard is, we feel like Chris has played really, really well um, the last uh, the last two weeks since having him back. Um, so, you know, those guys are available. Uh, you know, we're not quite still 100% sure of where Russell is. You know, I mean, he's playing, but, you know, how comfortable does he feel when he gets out there? Um, I want him to, you know, I want him to know that, uh, if he's if he's struggling, or, you know he can always get a blow. He can always get a, you know he can always get a break from somebody. So, full confidence in Grant, uh, Greg, and Trent both going in. Um, but you know, wait and see how the game how the game flows and how those guys feel first. Yeah, that's kind of and I'll just to follow up on that question, as far as determining rotations and that sort of thing, do you have do you have to kind of go by feel? You mentioned how the player feels himself kind of plays into it as well, but it just seems like the more playing time a guy gets, it, he finds himself more in the rhythm. So it seems like you don't want to disrupt that rhythm, but it's it just sounds like a, a balancing act you have to walk. Yeah, I mean, especially on offense, you know, we, we try to rotate a little bit more on the defensive front, you know, where we're asking them to chase to the ball. So that that becomes a little bit more of a planned out rhythm. Uh, the same thing at running back. You know, we we have a lot of different personnel groupings that get guys in and out of the game. So it really just depends on what play is called. Um, aside from that, you know, on the offensive line, you know, I would say most offensive lines in the NFL just play five guys um, the whole game. Uh, Pat Myers history, you know, as I researched him was that he's played six and seven guys more than most people. So he sometimes is rotated. I think, you know, when I refer to the, how they feel, I think that's for a guy coming back from injury, you know, um, does he, does he need a break? Is he a hundred percent, you know, to go the whole time? So, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll allow those ebbs and flows. And then depending on what kind of game it is, we've had games where we've played, you know, 86 plays on defense. We've had games where we've played 60. So, you know, on defense at least. And I guess to the, to some extent on offense, it kind of depends on how many plays we're playing, you know, as we get into the second half, uh, trying to win, you know, trying to be a fresh team in the fourth quarter.